Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Love Food Podcast is brought to you in partnership with my PCOS and Food Peace course. Finally, free yourself from endless PCOS fatigue, frustration, shame, and guilt. For PCOS sufferers who are tired of ineffective diets and unhelpful advice, join me on a PCOS and Food Peace journey that will change your life forever. Grab all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. During the month of September, get 30% off using the coupon code PCOSAWARE2020. Again, go to PCOSandFoodPeace.com, use the coupon code PCOSAWARE2020 to get 30% off. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi and welcome to episode 225 of a Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And on your food peace journey, what is it like to come across someone who is not on the same path? Someone who's not even recognizing that diet culture is a thing and oblivious to the harm that they're spewing as they're talking about their diet and how they have changed their body, or maybe even how they don't like their body. What is that like for you? How do you move forward? I think this is a really, really complicated space, but a very common space, especially because we have family in our life. We have partners. We have coworkers. We have experiences with other people. And, you know, people are allowed to live their life how they want. And what do we do? Because these people close to us or people that we come in contact with pretty frequently, they're going to affect the food peace journey. They're going to, and we can't control people. So what do we do? Well, I have a letter from someone who asked this very complicated question, and I saved this complicated question for my friend, Laura Burns. Laura Burns is a yoga teacher in Texas, and um, she's the person behind the Instagram account, Radical Body Love. Definitely check her out. She's also the person that I have been working with since January to build something new called the PCOS Body Liberation Community. So if you experience someone in your life who is not calling out diet culture and having a really hard time respecting your boundaries around it, well, this episode is for you. But before we get to this episode's letter and hear from Laura, a word from our sponsor. This episode of A Love Food Podcast has been brought to you by the Eating Disorder Trap book and podcast by Robin Goldberg. Robin sent me a copy of her book and I was blown away. 
If you are experiencing an eating disorder, or you have a loved one who experiences one, or you're a clinician trying to do better, this is the book for you. Seriously, there are so few resources that are fat positive, gender affirming, and help people to recover in a world that has not recovered yet. This is a book that I think is going to be really, really important. So important that all the clinicians that I'm currently helped train to work with eating disorders are going to be getting this this holiday season. Act surprised if you're listening now, but I think this book is so important that I want everyone to have a copy. If you are unsure who to trust on the path of recovery, let this book be your guide. Written by an expert with over 20 years of experience in the field of eating disorders, this book will give you the facts in a friendly and easy-to-read format. Get to know what you're dealing with and how it is taking a toll on your body and quality of life. Get rid of the myths diet culture has had you believe. Find out where to go and who to turn to for support and compassionate care, maximizing your potential for recovery. It's a useful, inviting, and all-inclusive guide to eating disorders. Also be sure to tune into the Eating Disorder Trap podcast, an expansive support and resource system for people struggling with eating disorders. This podcast is for clients, clinicians, and anyone who wants to be able to support someone who is struggling. Download a chapter of the Eating Disorder Trap for free at theeatingdisordertrap.com slash lovefood. Again, it's theeatingdisordertrap.com slash lovefood for a free chapter download. Hey there, Love Food listeners. I have a quick podcast recommendation for you. This new podcast is called Demystifying Diversity. What if you had the opportunity to hear compelling firsthand accounts about the often life or death stakes of unchecked biases and bigotry? Would you listen? Biracial journalist Tara Lee Science has interviewed more than 100 people academics, politicians, thought leaders, advocates, activists, and even an incarcerated inmate for an in-depth exploration of a wide range of topics related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Every other week for 10 weeks, she'll invite you to join her to learn more about a topic related to diversity. This podcast encourages listener participation, so on alternating weeks, Darylise and her co-collaborator, Anna Marie Jones, will host a Q&A episode in which they answer listener questions, share about the interview and podcast compilation process, and delve more deeply into each topic. They're excited to partner with you to demystify diversity. I was blown away by this podcast trailer, so I encourage you to check it out, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Be sure to check out Demystify Diversity. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, I've been a listener to the Love Food Podcast for a while now, and it has been a helpful resource as I've worked on my own recovery from binging and restricting, along with repairing my own body image. This year, I began teaching in a new school, and a teacher on my team has been a big trigger for me. She's a former gymnast powerlifter, and she often talks about her body and fat people in a really disparaging way. It started in the beginning of the year when she wouldn't eat meals. Then it continued as she would talk about how disgusting she thought her body was. This year, she had a miscarriage and later shared her PCOS diagnosis with me and how frustrating it is for her that she gains weight so easily. 
Since quarantine has begun, she's been heavily into weight loss and has dropped X pounds in three months that we've been in quarantine. I unfollowed her on social media, but I still have to attend live video calls with her where she tends to bring up her weight loss and about how disgusting she was before in her already thin body. I mentioned my concern to work friends that have worked with her before, and it sounds like she's lost weight really rapidly before using X and not eating consistently. They did not seem as concerned as I was. I recognize that I cannot change anything she Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcasts. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She does, and truthfully, I consider her a friend outside of this issue. We're all on a team together, so it would be far more difficult to not get along with her. That said, being around her and having to do video calls with her where all she talks about is weight loss and dieting, even after I've asked her not to, has been really triggering for me. At this point, I don't think she'd be receptive to anything I have to say, especially because I do have a fat body and I'm worried she's going to only hear my concerns as jealousy of her thinness. At one point, I asked her to not send me her weight loss updates anymore, and she gave me a not-so-sincere apology. How can I continue my own journey of recovery while I have to be in close contact with someone who hasn't even begun to realize they have a problem? Over the summer, I can hopefully take a break, but I'm still worried about maintaining the friendship I have with my team while also trying to avoid her. I see an eating disorder dietitian, and I used to work with an eating disorder therapist, but this has been a new problem. I know I don't need to be thin to be healthy. I'm really proud of the healthy relationship I've built with food and permission 
and I have made strides in finding non-weight-related motivation to consistently exercise. I just worry continued exposure to her fat phobia and rapid weight loss will cause me to spiral back only focusing on losing weight. Thanks for reading. Sincerely, don't want to go back. Hey there, letter writer. Oh my goodness. This letter has really, really touched me. And part of why is I know that you have been working so, so hard and for a long time, you've really done so much work to help heal your relationship with food and what you're experiencing with your coworker. There's no easy, pretty answer. So I am bringing this question to a good friend and colleague. Her name is Laura Burns. Laura Burns is someone that I have been doing a lot of work lately in helping to build a PCOS community. And that's the first thing I thought of is community. So let's hear what Laura has to say. Hey, Laura, it's Julie Duffy Dillon. How's it going? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing just fine. It's so great to talk to you. And I'm excited to talk to you about this letter. Did you get a chance to to read through it? I did. Awesome. It's a doozy, huh? It is. (laughs) And I know a lot of people can relate to it. You know, there's so many people who've done work to heal, heal their relationship with food and feel like they're making great strides, but then interacting with other humans, (laughs) it just makes it so much more complicated. So when you read through it, what was your general impression about what this person's experiencing? Hmm. Well, (laughs) my first uh, impression was kind of a a punch to the gut because I feel this so hard and I really know, like I know this situation well. And so um, I guess I kind of put myself in their shoes based on my past experiences. And so I really see the situation as um, a difficult situation where you're feeling isolated um, because you have this different way of thinking, but also kind of helpless because it's within this um, formal structure, like it's through work, right? And that makes it so challenging. And so um, to me, yeah, the first thing I thought was just like, oh my gosh, like, isolation and frustration. Yeah. You know, the thing when you're mentioning the isolation, um, it, 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 there seems to be some kind of, um, I don't know, like a binary or just like this kind of opposite effect because the immediate kind of thought I have about moving away from diets and, um, weight as a focus is like freedom, Mm -hmm. but yet choosing that or working towards that or, you know, just rejecting diets, how it can be so isolating. Yeah, for sure. I hate that so much. Yeah. And I think that so many people deal with that. You know, it's not like, um, you know, something that is more like mainstream accepted. Um, It's something that a lot of people still don't agree with, you know, moving away from diet culture. Um, And it takes so much strength to do that and to stay, you know, strong in that belief and know that this is right for you. Even when people like really, really push back, like it sounds like this person is dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this letter writer, what I got from reading it, I don't know if you did too, but it seems like this person has done a lot of work and has been doing this for a while. So they probably have a really strong foundation 
or I'm hoping they do. But for some people, especially if they're newer to it or have many different marginalized identities, like it can be, I would just, just so much harder to just continue to like do some of this work um, and makes it so much harder just to yeah keep up with it. And when people poo poo, you know, either intuitive eating or anti-diet types of stuff, and uh, I, some people I talk to are like, well, I had some experience with it. I tried it out. It just didn't work for me. I wonder how much of why it didn't work was the isolation or like just feeling so alone, you know? Yeah, exactly. That outside pushback that you get and not having that support. Because I hear a lot of times from people how they're like, they're really into it and they're doing the work, but like their partner or their parents or you know the other like moms and their mom group you know everyone else is like against what they're doing and like it takes so much strength to do that and I wanted to mention also you know like it sounds like this person has done a lot of work and so then you know we kind of think about what about the people who are newer but like even the people who have done a lot of work still have to keep reinforcing that um because you're constantly getting pushback so I have this thing that I like to say because like even Somebody like me who's been doing this for literal decades, um, I still have to constantly reinforce my beliefs um, because there's always pushback. So I always talk about this thing about how when you're on the non-diet train and you're you know off of that or whatever, um, you're constantly having to swim forward. Like imagine yourself, you know, swimming upstream like a salmon. <laughs> um, and if you stop swimming, then the the current of you know pro diet, all of that stuff. It's going to push you back. And so you have to constantly be reinforcing, be swimming forward, swimming forward. And that's exhausting. And it's kind of a bummer, <laughs> honestly, to think about, but I think it's really realistic. Um, and so I wouldn't, I guess I just want to like say it is normal and realistic for people at all phases of their anti-diet journey and their like body acceptance journey. Um, to feel that pushback and to know that they have to keep working. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I'm glad you mentioned that because what I felt just hearing you say that was like, oh, that takes away so much shame. Mm. You know, people talk about like, oh, I feel like I should have passed this by now. Why is this bothering me? And um, yeah, it's hard. And I think about this letter writer. Um, they were you know, used to swimming against stream maybe and in some sense and they had firm footing in that, but then another like stronger current just came bulldozing in. Um, and no wonder it's exhausting. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, you go ahead. It sounds like the coworker, I think it's a coworker, um, mm -hmm. is kind of a like intense person. <laughs> like if somebody asks you not to say these things and you do, like at that point it feels um, like you've really, you know, leveled up your aggression level of promoting your diet and weight loss and stuff. And so, um, yeah, like even a really strong foundation, you're going to feel that like intense pushback. It's going to make it so much harder for you. Um, and it sounds like maybe, I don't remember, but it sounds like maybe they didn't want to bring it up to like supervisors or anyone else in the team because they didn't want to isolate themselves further. And so like the feeling that like, that just makes it worse, you know, just feeling even more disconnected and even more isolated and less supported. Yeah. And can we just say how shitty, I mean, you, you mentioned this, but I just want to reiterate how shitty that this person 
this letter writer said, Hey, this is my boundary. Um, you're crossing over it. Um, please don't cross it again. Uh, and then when they do like, cause I know this person said they, they said a couple times like, Hey, this is a boundary. <laughs> please respect it. And this, this person has not respected that. And that's not okay. You know, like, yeah. um, and you know, that's something that I know when we have other letters on this show before, um, when people have um, family members or partners or friends or coworkers that are really entrenched in diet culture, that's often the first recommendation that we'll talk about is like setting a boundary. And, um, mm. and this person did, they really, they tried and voila, the person's like, no. Um, and I know from talking to other family members of people that are clients of mine, they don't really understand how pervasive diet culture is. They don't really understand what that even is and never named it before. And so um, maybe I'm giving this person that has violated the boundaries just way too much benefit of the doubt. I think I am, but I don't think they really understand what they're doing, you know, what the harm they're doing and they need to stop. But uh, with that all being said, <laughs> um, you know, considering what this person is struggling with, um, what would you recommend as some first few steps forward? Yeah. Um, so I made uh, all of one note after I re read this letter and I wrote down, you need to fortify yourself. Um, and so, and this is often what I tell people in, you know, similar ish situations is that you can't control other people. And even if you did feel comfortable going to a supervisor or going to your teammate, like, you can't control what this um, aggressive dieter, <laughs> weight loss proponent, like you can't control them at all. And so all you can do is shore up your fortifications and make sure that you have what you need to stay strong. And um, in their letter, like they say, like, I know I don't need to be thin to be healthy. Um, like they have the foundation, like they know that like weight loss and dieting is not for them. And so my suggestion would just be like, really reinforce, um, tr try to curate your bubble, right? Everything that you can control. Who are you friends with uh, outside of work and who, you know, gets to be in that inner circle? Who are you following on social media or what are you following on social media? What messages are you getting? Um, what kind of support are you finding? Um, is there a community that would be really bolstering and supportive for you? And seek that out intentionally. Build it into your schedule, you know, like every afternoon I check in with like this community or this group of friends or, you know, whatever it is, put up art, put up post-it notes, anything that you can do. I'm a big believer in curating your bubble. Um, so whatever that means, whatever is inside of your bubble, your sphere um, that you can control, do everything you can, because that's how you stay strong while you're swimming, you know, upstream against all the diet culture shit that comes at you. Yeah. And maybe before this person, before this like new coworker came in to the fold, maybe they just didn't need as much support. They were getting enough um, or felt like it was enough. And now there just needs to be more support. Um, I almost picture like a walking stick or something like I need something else as the incline is, is steeper or the current is stronger. I need something else to help me. Yeah. I'm picturing the bubble. Like I'm I'm thinking of like making a bubble and or like a picture of a bubble and like writing in all the different things that you need. And I would, it'd be awesome to have live humans in our lives that were also rejecting diet culture, calling out white supremacy. Like I want to have as many people in my life that are doing that 
and I'm, I know you're the same, Laura, and yet we can't always get it in person. So all those other things you mentioned, like that's going to help that bubble just have some more, um, I don't know, some more substance in it to help fortify. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I think that's something like maybe looking into other things to just help bolster that up. So again, I'm picturing that, that bubble, like almost like as an activity, like what can I put in my bubble? (laughs) Yeah. In the letter um, they mention about um, finding non-weight related motivation uh, for exercising and for integrating exercise as like a consistent um, part of their like daily or weekly lives. I'm not sure. Um, and so one thing that, you know, as a yoga teacher, <laughs> I would, I'm doing a hair flip. You can't see. I would suggest, <laughs> I would suggest some body liberation yoga, um, surprise, surprise. Um, and I think that that can help both with the non-weight related motivation, um, to exercise, but also just with embodiment in general mm-hmm. and, um, a kind of re, um, reinforcing the, um, being present in your body, being grounded, being true to your body and its needs and to your beliefs. Um, I think that yoga can be a really excellent complement to this kind of move away from diet culture. And also there are elements of uh, yoga like meditation or mantras that could be maybe useful in the moment. And so I'm thinking, oh, I'm in a situation or if I'm the letter writer. I'm in a situation where I have to be around this person or they've sent me an email again with, you know, unpleasant things or, or whatever. I have to deal with this person in some way. And maybe you have a set uh, mantra, you know, or a phrase, an affirmation, something that you can say, maybe something on a post-it note, you know, on your computer monitor or um, written in your planner or, you know, wherever is useful for you to see it or to remember in your head to say, you know, like this person's not. Um, you know, get to impact my life or, you know, something about like, I know that dieting is not the way for me or something just to reinforce that personally. Um, Sometimes people have like actual words like that and other people use like a symbol, like, you know, maybe um, I've heard people use like a butterfly or a phoenix or um, somebody just really like cats and they use a cat for theirs, but they would have, you know, like a a piece of artwork with that symbol. And when they looked at it, it reinforced that belief to them. That's awesome. Yeah. What I hear with that too is um, reconnecting with, um, I, don't know, I think about like the word like values, like the values that you um, have connected with that are helping you to live the life you're wanting to live, to be in your body and to be able to continue on this path and finding whatever you need to like reinforce that. I think about the word fortify that you said earlier. So maybe it'd be a symbol, like you said, or a mantra. I think that's excellent advice. I really appreciate that. And we have something on the Love Food podcast called the Food Peace Syllabus. And it's a collection of resources that we've been gathering along the way that help our relationship with food. Laura, would you like to add anything to it? Yeah, well, um, so the first thing that comes to mind since we're talking about community is um, being able to access that feeling of community and that support from other people who understand what you're going through. And that is the PCOS body liberation community that uh, you and I happen to run. (laughs) Just so happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like, like why we created it because of 
things like this letter or the experiences like from like this letter writer where there's no really easy solution. You know, that's something we were talking about before, you know, this, there's no like, Oh, do X, Y, Z and then I'll help it. No, this is a fat phobic world and it sucks. (laughs) Like like we, we, and it's not a one person thing. It's going to take a whole lot of us to come together. Yeah. Like the, I mean, I think, you know, the community exists because I wanted (laughs) um, a non-diet community of people with PCOS to support each other and to learn and grow together and get that consistent support and fortification uh, in life. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, And if, if you haven't heard Laura's interview that I did on the PCOS and food peace podcast a number of years ago, you can hear all about, Laura's experience, um, getting diagnosed with PCOS and, and looking for community. And like she said earlier, you know, rejecting diets and, um, exploring fat positivity was already a part of, it was already part of like your daily life. It was already a thing you were doing and it still was hard. So I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. So in case you want to find out a little bit more about Laura's experience, but yeah, such a privilege to be a part of the community and, I was so thrilled that you asked me to to help you build it. And um, what do you think about, like, I know the letter writer mentions that her coworker has PCOS, but for someone who has PCOS that's looking for community, what would you say that like this community can offer them? Um, I think that some of the great things, and like for me, you know, I can only speak for myself. Some mm-hmm. of the greatest things about this community are really just the, validation and connection with other people with PCOS um, that come within a non-diet context. When I was diagnosed and, you know, you know, up until we started this community, I was always looking online, uh, especially right now (laughs) in a pandemic, looking online for a community so that I could just talk about like what it, you know, symptoms or life or whatever, you know, life with PCOS. But everything was about dieting and weight loss and body shaming and feeling really negative and just like really kind of wallowing in this like gross world of negativity and um, really fat phobia. And so to me, I mean, even if even if that was the only thing I got out of the community, like I think it would be so worth it because it has really changed. I mean, the community has only been around a few months and it has already like so much like changed the way that I um, feel supported and just feel, uh, connected and have some kind of community about Mm -hmm. things. But like, also I think that, um, what I hear from other people and also think is true is that the, um, the combination of what you bring and what I bring together is like such a good combination because you've got the expertise from you about food and about PCOS in general and then I bring the embodiment and the um, body liberation yoga. And like, there's such a good pairing. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. That's a really long winded answer. But well, and it, it's a lot. It provides a lot. I think that's, that's why, you know, and um, it's the type of thing that we've always wanted to see and tired of like waiting for it. And the thing I keep thinking about too, as the community grows is how, um, 
it's going to really affect change in the PCOS world, you know, because we get together once a month and have our mug calls and talking about what we want to see different in the, in the PCOS world. Like when someone's newly diagnosed, what do they need to have? Or what do doctors need to have access to, to provide better care? What let's make that happen. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's going to happen from this. And it's so exciting. That is so exciting. So I'm like, grinning it's so needed like to think that the experience that so many of us have have had like getting diagnosed and like floundering and trying to figure out you know like what's happening in our bodies and what we need to do and trying to separate like actual real um facts from diet culture and fat phobia it's exhausting and so challenging and and it's no wonder that people end up in these communities where they just really drink Kool-Aid about diet culture and weight loss and um, negative, negative, negative about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, of course they do because they're set up to for that to happen. And so I'm very excited about the idea of um, change happening in the medical community in the PCOS world. Um, it makes me so uh, excited and like heartened for the future. Yeah, because if you don't have to spend time teaching people what non-diet nutrition and PCOS looks like, um, or like explain yourself that you're wanting to not diet to manage PCOS. Like then you have all this other time to devote to let's like get into the community side of things. So let's, let's do crafts. Let's read books. Let's do whatever we're going to do. And, um, not have to worry about explaining yourself all the time. And so I think about this letter writer, um, having that, especially if this person has PCOS, I don't know if they do, but um, how that could be a source of just community. And, you know, the thing I like about um, the one that we're putting together here is that, um, you know, there's a larger community, but then we also have these pods where we group together people with similar lived experience to be able to have like a smaller community within the community. And that's the thing that I hear people really digging and just being so excited about getting even more kind of like intimate support, like you would from someone who was like, you could just text if you were waiting at the doctor's office and scared about how to handle um, the weigh-in or something like that. And being able to have um, access to someone just to be like, I need support right now. And they get it. You don't have to explain it, you know? That is worth, I don't know, everything. (laughs) It's worth everything. Not having to come from a place of like zero, you know, and like, yeah. okay, we can just start at 10, you know, and go from there and, and go from there. Yeah. Like it's, it's so exhausting to have to explain yourself. And I know personally for me, um, in all areas of life, not just PCOS life, but like, if I have to like give you a really long backstory and explain things, I'm probably just not even going to talk to you about it at all. Yeah. It, it's exhausting. I don't have the spoons for that. And so um, having the group and then also having the pods, uh, where, you know, it's a small group, there's only eight people, you know, it's capped at eight people in a pod. And so those people really know you. And, um, and I've seen people saying like, Oh my God, I love my pod. Like we've been hyping each other up for doctor's appointments and, and non, you know, medical related things. Just like, they're like, I had to go talk to my kid's teacher or I, you know, I have to go Mm. back to work and I'm scared. Like, it's like real, it's like real friendships. And like, that makes my little heart like so happy. (laughs) Yeah. Especially during a pandemic where we don't have, 
we can't get together with people in real life, you know? <laughs> so there's a way to connect with other people and um, form that community that we've all been really looking for. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're intrigued and want to know more, go to PCOSBodyLiberation.com. You can also check us out on Instagram, same, same name, PCOS Body Liberation. We're on there often too. And is there anything else you'd like to add to the food piece syllabus, Laura? Um, so one of the ways that a lot of people access my work is through Patreon. Um, so I guess I could just uh, name that as an item. on the Yes, let's, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, so um, with my Patreon, there's different levels um, of, or tiers, what they're called there. And um, there are available kind of like minimal engagement things. And then there's also a Facebook group. I have my, my own little radical body love community for patrons only. Um, and that's a place where we have, um, you know, themes each month and discussions. We have uh, social online gatherings. We have um, like games and crafts and outfit style challenges and all kinds of stuff. Um, and then also as a, a patron, you can get access to, depending on your tier, uh, guided meditations and actual recorded yoga practices. And so it's a nice way for people who are kind of interested in yoga and who don't want to come to a live class or can't make it at the times um, or want a more affordable um, option for class to come and be able to try out some gentle, accessible, trauma-informed yoga taught by me, um, a person in a fat body with an eye for students who are also in fat bodies. Um, anyone can do it, but I just know like as a fat person trying to access yoga, it was really intimidating. And so um, my whole life's mission basically is to <laughs> create um, an environment where people feel safe and welcome to give it a go. Oh, that's awesome. So where can people find information about the Patreon? Yeah, so the, my Patreon is just patreon.com slash Radical Body Love. Got uh, it. Yeah, and it's also on my uh, website. Yeah, so if someone wants to find out more about your work, how can they find you? Well, it's very easy. It's just RadicalBodyLove.com. Um, and from there, there's links to the Patreon. You can see live classes. You can see uh, online courses. You can see all the things. Oh, cool. So I'm going to put all of that in the show notes for, for you listeners. So you can get access to any of those links. You don't have to worry about copying them down right now. And Laura, thank you so much for your time and your expertise, your compassion. So amazing. And of course it was great to talk to you. I love talking to you. So so thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So there you have it. Letter writer. I hope my conversation with Laura Burns provided you with some new insight and I hope it strengthened you on this part of your journey. Remember, you're not alone. You're not the only one swimming against stream, and we're here for you. I see that food has written back, but before we get to food letter, this episode of a Love Food Podcast was brought to you by the Eating Disorder Trap book and podcast. Remember to catch your free download over at theeatingdisordertrap.com slash lovefood. Also, be sure to check out the new podcast, Demystifying Diversity. Be sure to subscribe, share an episode. It is one that I have loved so far, and I know you will too. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode of the Love Food Podcast, I would love it if you left a rating, a review, subscribed, or shared an episode. Doing any of these acts of kindness really helps the show grow and helps more people have access to food peace. 
All right. So like I said, food is written back. But until next time, take care. Dear Don't Want to Go Back, we have come so far on this food peace journey together. We've experienced lots of twists and turns, and you continue to persevere. We wish everyone appreciated how tough moving away from diets really is, especially in a world that doesn't even see the pursuit of weight loss as a problem. Fortify yourself by curating your bubble. Consider looking outside of your current circles and add more on social media and in online groups. Rest when you need it and when you can to cultivate more self-compassion. Remember, you're not alone on this journey. Many others are swimming against stream too and reaching out a hand for the same support while offering a hand to you. Love, food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.